Hey guys, I just want to say, if you like the stuff we do here, please consider giving to our Patreon. The extra money gives us a chance to go to concerts and meet with people like you, buy new books to try it on the podcast, and try other projects you guys might like. Anyway, I want to thank the following Patreon listeners. Nick Morgan, Keith Showalter, LLB760, Fabian, Nathan Aldana, Azuron, An Raviv, Jeffrey Voss, Ernie Carafa, Mo P, Daniel Allardyce, and Sam Stanfield. Thanks for being our shield as the house's walls start closing in. And uh, as you walk in, you open the door and you see a room. A very, a very musty, uh, smelling, dusty uh, room. At least that's the first thing that hits you. But as your eyes adjust to the dimness inside, you see there's there's a lot more to it. There's a person-sized brass birdcage hanging from the ceiling about nine feet above the floor, off in the distance, off towards the far end of the room, which appears to have the remnants of whoever died inside it there's bookshelves and open cabinetry uh mostly empty from where you can see uh, lining the walls and oh right what appears to be a very large pile of human remains covering the floor in a carpet of what can only assume must be murder Yes, you, you head towards the left, and uh, you know the, the darkness is it's it's dark, but you know you can kind of see around you as you're going, and soon enough, you see another row of brick pillars and another brick wall with windows and another door uh, that seems to be heading in the same direction that you came from before. Uh, it's basically the same scene that you were that you're seeing now, but effectively mirrored, you know, the other side of the room, uh, except very quickly you notice that there's a, a hole in the base of that second pillar where some of the floorboards have been ripped up, including some very large floorboards that seem to have very recently uh, been ripped up. Um, I think we just, I think we're in a loop. Okay, okay. What happened in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. when they were stuck in a loop? They had to deduce... And they had to, uh, we have to experiment. So everybody, uh, I'm going to walk straight. Oh, come on. I was getting, uh, okay. Follow Marna. Here's the experiment. You went left. I'm going straight. It's not always straight. You know, if the kids I know from college are usually telling the truth, going straight is the opposite of experimenting. I follow Marna. What? All right. <laughs> I'm in the gifted advanced class. I know people from MIT. Oh, yeah. weird. God, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, are you all following Marna directly? Are you letting her yes. go on her own? Or, <laughs> no, no, I'm following, her, following directly. her directly. They got the rope. I'm just holding on to the rope, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so you all start going forward, and you know, you start and you, there's more pillars and more windows, and you keep going. And after a minute or so, uh, you see again more pillars going up front of you. You see, uh, oh, a couple of pillars in front of you. You see a, a hole on the floor, some floorboards that appear it. to be pried up. Although these uh, don't appear to have have the giant uh, chunk uh, peeled off, but it certainly looks a lot like the first hole that you saw. I look in the hole to see if there's anything waiting for us. Nope. You look in the hole, and it's just dark and dusty in there. Give me the clock. I hand over the clock. I look at the two faces, and I... Go to the... Is one on top of the other? No, they're one on the right and one on the left. The one on the left is showing a time of about 3.15 or so. The one on the right is showing a time of about 7.45 or so. 
I set both of them to the 7.45 time. All right. You set both clocks to the same time. Hey, Dan, you know that scene in Ghostbusters in, in the elevator where they turn on Ray's pack for the first time <laughs> and everybody <laughs> eats inches away? It's that. <laughs> he starts fucking the clock and Raphael surreptitiously gets behind Marna and then gets behind <laughs> and then gets behind Archie. Uh yeah, so as soon as as soon as both clocks are showing the same time, you see little pinpricks of red off in the darkness, just little pairs of them, about a dozen or so, just little blood red eyes appear and start skittering ah. towards all of you. You don't know I what switched, it is. I, I switch it the other time. I switch it the other time. <laughs> you start switching off, but by then it's too late. These things are swarming towards you. Each and every one of you needs to make a roll. Uh, it's it's a very simple roll. It's a rating of one. Uh, so you're really only trying to do... And sorry, I've, I've actually been making it too easy. It's not six plus or the, the rank of seven plus rank. So uh, you need to beat an eight. Roll just 2d6 plus your standard rank, unless you have something that's uh, a bonus to defense or dodging. Oh, okay. I've got physical defense, fey armor. That, I'm assuming, counts. Uh, what about okay. resist damage? Is that something as well? Uh, that's more if you actually get hit, okay. uh, you'll, yeah, you, you, you'll, you'll okay. be able to take, take less damage. Yeah. Where are they coming from, Dan? Everywhere. Just the shadows all around you. Okay. Cool. I got a 11. Okay, good. You managed to, to, to squirm away and uh, nothing touches you as you're mm-hmm. fiddling with the clock. I got a, a 10. Yep. Again, you, you managed to, to get out of the way as these things skitter and go fast to you. Mm-hmm. 10 here as well. Okay, and Raph? You know, I thought I was so smart by hiding behind Archie and Marna. <laughs> what I didn't anticipate was that I was not enough into the light that that would be a factor. I thought that'd be coming from ahead. I got a six. You feel something brush against you and it is cold. It is frightening. And for a moment, your head fills with a vision of your own death. You see your own corpse ripped to pieces, chunks of flesh missing from you, blood pooling from your mouth, an arm laying off to the side. Your entire self is broken, battered, and 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 destroyed. And as quickly as that vision comes, it goes away. Mark down one mental injury of rating three. Is that a wound? That is effectively a wound, a mental wound. Uh, just mark mental three. Um, but yeah, as, as uh, th- that passage, <laughs> that mass of whatever those were, and it, as quickly as they appeared, they sort of scatter off into the darkness. And Shane, though, you managed to leave the clock kind of more or less where you found it. The left-hand side is now showing maybe 528, and the right-hand side is showing maybe, I don't know, 920-something. Is everybody, is everybody okay? I spin around just making sure everybody's uh, fine. Did we get a good look of what just like moved past us, or was it too fast? Nope. You have no idea what that was. It was, it was things. It was shadows. It was red eyes in the bl- in the dark, just moving and rushing and then going away. Raphael is on his knees, uh, and his forehead is on the ground, and his arm is his arms are like wrapped around his body. So he's kind of like a tripod, and a thin trickle of blood comes from where he hit his forehead so hard on the ground. Oh, God. Are, 
Raphael, you, dude, dude, you okay? Yeah, Archie runs up to Archibald. Uh, I'm sorry, Ar- Archie runs up to Raphael and grabs him by the scruff of the neck and pulls him up. Um, <laughs> he tears <laughs> off because he's not a cat. That, that's definitely what you're supposed to do if there's someone that's collapsed on the ground. Totally what you're supposed yeah, to do. Archie is not, not, hey, check, check, he's not a gentle <laughs> giant. Uh, yeah. Raphael, you okay? You okay, buddy? <laughs> Yeah, other than that, uh, that bump that he took to the head uh, there, you don't see any marks on his body. I want to, I want to give him a medicine roll, just to check him over. Uh, sure. Couple drops of pain. Um, yeah, there's no roll for that. You look him over okay. again. You don't see any physical. Wounds. Okay. Are you okay? Did you hit your head? I Let's said, get out of here. Let's get out of. How do we get out of here? Uh, okay. Uh, they came. Which direction did this, the things Everywhere. came from? Again, okay. they, they came from the shadows themselves all around you, and as quickly as they came, they left. Okay, okay, let's just go forward to see if that, if you, I mean, they came from somewhere, so we're we're rushing forward. We're going to run forward yeah, for, we'll, mm-hmm. I don't know, a minute, yeah. Dan, to see if, it gets, if we find an exit. You run forward, and again, it's just pillars and pillars, windows and windows, walls Son and of walls. a bitch! After a while, you see a hole on the floor where some floorboards have been pried up. You run past it, you keep going. After a few moments, you see a floor in the a hole in the floorboards where some of them have been pried up. Okay, more pillars. Okay, uh, little girl. Uh, okay, it's a, okay. Clearly, the clock has something to do with it because you messed with the clock. What What did you do with the clock? I say as I look towards. Saint- I said it to the same time. Okay, what was before? What was before? Like the left one was was. Left one was three fifteen. The other is seven forty-five. Yeah, I sent them. I, yeah, I sent them both to seven forty-five. Okay, so let's reverse it then. I mean, why not fuck around with this? Let's do seven forty-five on the left and three fifteen on the right. I didn't like it last time. <laughs> well, unless you want to starve to death here, that's what we're gonna do, and I do it. All right, you change the time. So now it's been the fifteen minutes. <laughs> well, yeah, we're... we're already thinking about food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I didn't get us. I didn't go to lunch. So you change it to the yeah. clock on the left now showing 7.15 or so, or 7.45 or so. The clock on the right now showing about 3.15. And as soon as you finish moving it, there's a little whoop of air, and you see a small black doorway that appears in between the two clock faces, just right there on the device, a very small little doorway. That does not feel helpful. I look around. Is there anyone see a potion that says drink me? Last time Shane opened anything, <laughs> just o- we wound up here. Ugh. Fuck it, Shane, go for it. Shane opened the door. It might have a key or a cuckoo clock. I don't know. So as soon, uh, Archie, the moment you say "open the door," moment that that thought crosses your mind, you're all out of that room, yeah. and you appear somewhere else. You kind of all of a sudden find yourselves in a large dark room uh, with what appears to be two hallways off in the far side, one to the right, one to the left, uh, a pair of doors uh, right to the front, a very stout door uh, kind of uh, uh, closing that, uh, and a large oval blue rug with gold embroidery on the floor, uh, which looks to be worn and stained Possibly bloodstains, but whatever it is, they look very old, and it looks like somebody's tried to clean them. Other than that, you don't see anything else in this room. Two exits and one very stout door. How is it illuminated? Um, very dimly. You don't see the source. You can see, but like there's again very dim lighting that you really don't know where from. 
Do we have the clock? You no longer have the clock with you. Do I have my beam? Uh, yes, you do have the beam. Uh, I try my lighter to see if that changes any of the light. It's very dim lighting. Okay. Lighter doesn't really make much of a difference in this gloom. Okay. So that's a no. Okay, we have the stout door over there. and We have the two exits. Um, and then we have the bloody rug. Uh, Archie's going to go to the rug and he's going to lift it to see if there's anything under it. Yes, uh, you find another piece of paper under the rug. Oh. Mm. Archie picks up the paper. Apparently he's the reader. Uh, okay. Um, April 7th. Uh, the bone key allowed me into the armory for the first time. I had no idea there was such a place in the house. I took a knife from there that seemed to want to leave with me. April 9th. This knife. This eager knife. It wishes to kill. I should return it to the armory. I'm afraid of that place, however. Something dwells there now. I can feel it. I can smell it. Like metal shavings and newly drawn blood. Whatever it is. It is like the knife. Perhaps they are one. Perhaps they should be reunited. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 February, March, April. So this guy's been here for two months, or whoever's writing this, right? So far, yeah, that's what it seems like. I uh, grab both pieces of paper and just, like stick them in my back pocket, Dan, just to make sure all the letters are together. Um, and that's all that's underneath this rug. Yeah, you see, I mean, dust, but other than that, nothing else. And no furniture in this room, no decorations on the walls, just that very stout door right up ahead, or two hallways on that same wall, but off to the sides, one to the right, one to the left. And you can kind of see in the dim lighting that each one leads to a doorway. And you said this has like an ornate door, right? The stout door is kind of ornate. Very stout. Very, yeah, it's not so much ornate, it's just like very... You know, very solid looking oh, door. It's an intense door. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's 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 a lot of door there. <laughs> hey Shane. Yeah. Does your fire work here? Do, can you make it brighter? I cast illuminate. You cast illuminate. It maybe brightens a little bit around you, but not a lot. Again, the gloom that's in this place, it does not really does not really welcome light. It barely works. This this darkness is is freaking alive in a way, I think. Okay. Okay. So, um, I guess I'll open the door. I say, as I walk towards the ornate door slowly. You try and open the door and find it locked. It does not budge. Um, I try to force it open. You try and force it open. Uh, give me, uh, give me your best roll. I did. I rolled very well. I got a six, five and a four. Um, and three is on my house dice, so I got like a 17. God okay. damn. And that is, which is not good enough, unfortunately, yeah. the rating for the, that this thing has. Oh, I, you try. You try. Like, the, the your muscles bulge. You, 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 you all are not used to seeing Archie have to expend actual effort. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he is, he is almost... Uh, he is inhumanly strong normally and, and, and just doesn't seem to require a lot of effort for things that you know would leave each of you breathless. Mm. The door does not budge, not even a millimeter. <sighs> Maybe this is the armory and we need the bone key. Probably. 
God, can we All not right. go there? That sounds awful. Yeah, that feels like a, a place that we don't actually need. It to sounds go. like we're gonna have to go everywhere in this place if we want to get out. Well, that's, that's that's the formula. I choose right. Then uh, let's go for the right door. The door on the All right. right. Yep, we're going. Shane. Okay. All right. Shane. The door on the right. It is. Fine. You find another door, but this one seems completely, uh, completely unlocked. full of squids. and uh, as you walk in you open the door and you see a room a very very musty uh, smelling dusty uh, room at least that's the first thing that hits you but as your eyes adjust to the dimness inside you see there's there's a lot more to it there's a person sized brass birdcage hanging from the ceiling about nine feet above the floor off in the distance off towards the far end of the room which appears to have the remnants of whoever died inside it there's bookshelves and open cabinetry uh mostly empty from where you can see uh, lining the walls and oh right what appears to be a very large pile of human remains covering the floor and a carpet of what can only assume must be murder. Other than that, the room appears to be a dead end. No exits. Oh, pickles. Nope, we're not going in that one. Oh, oh boy. Um, you know what? Let's check the other room first. Maybe. Should we? Uh, yeah. Or, All right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's go to the other room yeah, first before we'll we go in the other room. We, we do that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's go in the other room. Right. And I slowly close the door. You slowly close the door and back yeah. off, and you head down the hallway. Oh, it's uh, gonna be the fucking the spider door. room because it's Monty yeah. Cook. I fucking know it. <laughs> I just like the, I and, like to uh, think that we close the door, and just as a skeleton sits up, it's like, oh man, where'd they go? I was gonna show them the way out of here. Well, yeah. never mind. <laughs> I'm just, I, I'm, I did my part, and he just falls <laughs> over completely oh, well. dead. Should have kept on going that way. Should have <laughs> led us straight to that castle. <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, you go to the other hallway and you find another door. Again, mercifully unlocked. And as you open it, you enter a much more welcoming room, a large rectangular chamber. Fire! Uh, with All of it's fire! <laughs> uh, a large rectangular chamber with bookcases across uh, three of the walls and a simple wooden desk with a chair uh, on the far end. The desk itself appears to have a reading lamp upon it, which is turned on. A few pens... A notebook laid out upon it uh but rather than the somewhat pleasant smell of old books this room smells stifling old lonely archie books Ugh, okay uh, all yours yeah, buddy shane don't touch <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm not we're, we're in the house i'm not gonna burn okay, it we can't all i can't read all these books by myself so let's uh, he's going first dan towards the desk to pick up that you said notebook yeah, there's two. There's uh, the desk itself. As you as you get closer, you can see it doesn't really have any drawers or, or cabinets on it. Uh, but it is, uh, uh, you know, it, it it's very heavy. It's very solid. Uh, it just there's no there's nothing else to it except uh, being a table. Um, although as you get closer to it, you seem to notice that maybe there's something kind of stuck or or or. Or, or pressed up against the bottom of the table. Uh, on top of the table, yeah, you do see uh, a notebook closed. I uh, open the notebook. 
the, the notebook itself, it, it's blank pages all through it. Uh, but as you get to around the middle of the of the book itself, another loose page kind of flutters free and falls down. It has to do with a town called Ex Mortis, New Jersey. It's the latest notebook from Fanable.com. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this one's from December 17th. Oh, jeez. I've begun mm. work building my own mind palace. Rather than make up some fantastic castle or grand manor, however, I've just used this house. I find it easier to sustain this mental location using a place I'm very familiar with. The thing is, I already find in order to place all the thoughts and memories I want to preserve within it, I have to change things. Rooms are bigger in my mind palace than in the real house, for example. The mental objects I'm placing there don't match the contents of the actual room. But that's alright. I don't regret my choice to base my palace on this house. I love this house. Funny old place. It sat vacant for so long before we came along. At least that's what I understood to be true. The actual origins of this place are a bit murkier. As a child, I always hoped for a happy family here. My father made that impossible, though. And by not helping me, my mother helped him. I always sought a way to protect my younger brother. I wonder what would happen to him, growing up here with our family. Well, these are the kind of thoughts I can put in my mind palace, I suppose. Okay. Sounds like abuse or something. Yep. Okay, um, uh, Dan, I'm going to look under the desk. All right, you look under the desk, and uh, as you uh, check, you see that it's one of those sort of under-desk gun holsters with a gun in it. <laughs> I pull out the gun and wave it around like, hey! Oh, hey! Oh, hey! Oh, hey! Hey! Sorry, sorry. I found a gun. Okay, first rule of gun safety, do not point it don't put it unless you plan to shoot something. Don't wave it around like that. Immediately points at a chain. <laughs> I, I set the gun down on the desk, and it's like a revolver. Yeah, okay. yeah it, it like clunks on the desk heavily. This is a solid, like you know, it's it's not a power. It, we're not talking a magnum here. It's it's a nine millimeter, but it's right. still it's a gun. It's still a gun. Um, it's a gun to a bunch of like New York City pretty sheltered yeah. high school kids yeah. who yeah. use magic. Uh, yeah, keep the thing away. From how, me. how many how many guns bullets does it have? I say as I look over. I don't even know where to check the bullets. Like I, I know you're supposed to like click click it, you know. But I kind of <laughs> wiggle click, it, it. kind of wiggle it, not pointing at somebody, but doesn't. But the chamber doesn't fall open. I don't know what I'm doing. And then I look towards Raphael and just say, "Do you know how to use a gun?" Uh, yeah, hold it in your hand. No, I'm not. I'm not holding. Just trust me. Hold it in your hand. Okay. You want it to open? Uh-huh. Hey, pal. You, the Smith & Wesson Model 929. Open. You talking to the gun? Yep. Nothing happens. Am, am the I, fuck? Am I supposed to I, repeat? I, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a repeater. Oh, Jesus. Hold on. Okay, I'll, 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 it's a silencer. <laughs> fuck it yeah that's exactly what it is buddy um let me see i get look who's uh, got the jokes now uh, yeah i give him, i give him the gun i'm the comedian now dan uh is yeah. there a specific type of gun that this should be it's it's an old revolver 
Like, as All soon right, as you hold I'd, it in your hands, it doesn't feel special other than just being a gun. Yeah, I just picked out the Smith & Wesson Model 929 because it's a, a gun that's been around for a while. Yeah. Um, like it's uh, not an old-timey yeah. gun, but it's not, a, it's not a very modern gun. It's just... Yeah. It's just... It's revolvers are fun ugly. like that aren't they yeah, <laughs> like it's just, add it's a just little a, dirt and grease to them and it could easily have been what tried to kill kennedy exactly it just it mm. looks like it yeah it could be old or it could just be well loved quote unquote mm. uh either way yeah you you manage to to flick it open and you find that it's, it still has five shots in it five shots okay well at least we have a weapon other than a board Ah. Has any of you have any of you ever shot a gun before? Just out of curiosity, no. Halo. Do you? Hey Dan, uh. does this gun feel anything like the clock? No, it feels cold and heavy and blunt. All right, I got some good news and I got some bad news. All right, so I flick my wrist and close the chamber, and then grrr, like you know, do that <laughs> Wild West spin of the chamber. Our magic really means shit in here. Unless we're really, really, really going to mean it. Because I asked this revolver to do something it's designed to do. Usually stuff listens. Yeah. This one didn't. And when I was trying to open that door, it, it wasn't bulging. Bulging. I mean... I first pushed on it, and it, it gave as much give as I did when I first leaned against it, and then when I used all my strength. It's just... It's like we're not even here. Archie. Yeah? Give me your glasses. I give you my glasses. Hey, Dan? Yep? I'm going to hold the glasses in my hand, in one hand, and the gun in the other. Okay. Do some like weird, like I'm going to spit in my hand and rub some on the glasses and on mm. on the gun. I'm going to toss them in the air. Yeah. Is the gun a fucking treasure? No. It just feels and looks like a gun. It's heavy. It's metal. It's cold. And okay. probably shoot a motherfucker dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I hand the glasses back to Archie. Sorry, man. You might want to clean those. I wipe it on my anime shirt. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So this letter said that, said that this place is a mind palace, right? Maybe. I that, mean, he was trying to yeah, make one. He was making a mind palace. Yeah. Except for m normal people can't remember every goddamn book they ever fucking read. Look through these books. I bet that these books repeat. Or they don't have any pages at all. Because nobody's going to remember all these books. Uh, yeah, Dan, I will start looking through the bookshelves just to see what's on the bookshelves. Yep, there are three bookcases. One, the two, as you go to the room, there's one to your left, there's one at the far end of the room, and there's one to your right. Far end? I'll take far end? I'll take the right one. <laughs> Marta and I are going to have a staring contest to see who's <laughs> going to take the last one. <laughs> I let out a sigh and say, This is your theory. Ah, science. Right, so, Archie, <laughs> as, you, as you're walking towards the bookcase in the in the uh, in the uh, back, uh, uh, Shane, you you take a look. You kind of glance over the uh, the books on the right, and you see that there is a series of shelves, pretty well stocked, uh, as far as you can tell, mostly nonfiction, all sorts of ages. Some of the books look new. Some of the books look old and well worn, um, and. Uh, 
but as far as you can tell, it's it's mostly just books. If you want to uh, kind of dig through them further, I would need a, a roll from you. Okay, great. Basically, uh, look, a perception roll, effectively. Oh, boy. Oh, why do my dice suck today? Uh, it is uh, uh, 10. You got a 10 exactly? All right. A 10 and, exactly. Uh, what's your house die? Uh, is it higher or? Oh, no, it was lower. Okay, good. Uh, so, yeah, you just with a 10, you just barely, you manage to, as you're kind of pulling books along, uh, one of the books feels a little weird. Uh, it's 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 one of those, and as you kind of pull it out, you realize that it's a wooden box. Just it's made to look like a book, uh, a book with a spine that just says history. And uh, as you as you kind of pull it out, you see that it's completely unlocked. And inside, you see a gold pocket watch uh, and some large sort of clearly costume jewelry rings, uh, including one of those one that seems large enough to uh, kind of you know one of those rooms that's kind of a brooch that looks like it might open. Guys, guys, there's a box. Found a box. Another one. What's in the yeah, box? <laughs> well, you already made that joke. So funny. Right. There's okay. Rule like of threes. A, okay. okay, so it has a gold pocket. There's a gold pocket watch. There's some jewelry and a ring and a really big brooch. And I open it. You open it inside. There's some kind of powder. Don't breathe it. There's a there's a powder in this. Is thing. it cocaine? <laughs> How would I know? I don't know. Hand right. it over. <laughs> <laughs> I hand it over to I hand it over to Raphael. So it's gold pocket watch, a brooch, and a brooch filled with powder, yeah. and, and jewelry and, and rings, some, just some clearly yeah. costume jewelry. Like it's it's obvious at first glance uh, that this is not like real jewelry; it's costume jewelry. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, as you guys are looking through through this box, Archie, you're still approaching the bookcase in the back. And uh, you can see that bookshelf seems to be packed with all sorts of books, different sizes, colors, ages, much like the, the bookshelf that Shane uh, was was going through. Uh, you get closer, you're going to walk around the desk, and you see that about maybe only half of those books have titles on the spines. Uh, but as you get closer, all of a sudden there's the fluttering of pages, and the books themselves starts shuffling and moving as if somebody invisible was like pulling them off and rearranging them very, very fast. Uh, and as they go still a moment later you can see very clearly the word stop spelled out in the arrangement of the books i stop rookie move you're attacked yeah you stop nothing further happens hey hey guys the 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 books are are telling me to stop wait the the books are are telling you to stop i point towards like the the, the bookshelf and all the red books have like are you see bold and red like you look at the spines the red spines on the white backgrounds of like the white books and it says stop is that kind of like what we're talking about dan it's, it's basically i mean they're different colors but you can again you can just see in the pattern of the colors just the word stop yeah it says stop right yeah they can all yeah, see it. it's yeah. very obvious they can all see it Raphael, what's happening with the other book shelf Dan, what's happening with the other bookshelf? <laughs> All right, so in the meantime, uh, Raph, you're looking at the other bookshelves, and again, another fairly full book. It's, this one's not as full of the, as the others, but uh, you do see some books that are that kind of stand out to you. Uh, three in particular that are kind of like pulled out a little more, um, and uh, you see uh, a book with uh, the title uh, The Dream Eaters, you see another book uh, with the title Cornucopia, 
and that one in particular, as you kind of like reach towards it, you you feel a little tingling in your fingers as if maybe this one has some sort of magic or something to it. And then finally, a a, a one last book uh, titled Eyes of the Child. Okay. All of these feel and th- sound important, but cornucopia feels magical. So what I'm going to do is pull that one last because <laughs> call me crazy here. I don't like it when people read magical books all of a sudden. God, you guys are going to be on my ass about that forever. Yes. I couldn't hear you from all the way down there, there, pipsqueak. Yeah. <sighs> Marta, can you turn him back into a bargain? <laughs> Please don't. I need to fight. Uh, uh, maybe something shorter like a leprechaun. Oh, that's right. Just pull the books. I'm pulling the Dream Eaters. All right, you pull the Dream Eaters, and it's just a book. It seems, as you kind of leaf through it very quickly, it seems like one of those kind of mediocre fantasy novels uh, that takes place in the quote-unquote land of dreams. Go on. Um, but mm-hmm. as you kind of flip through it, you feel sleepy, but in a nice way. Like, you know, like that that sense of sleepiness that you get after a long day of, of hard work where you're satisfied with, with everything you've achieved and you're ready to get some rest. It's not, you're, you're not falling asleep, but you kind of get that, that vibe from the book. Like, it's nice. It's restful. It's the kind of book you'd want to read before bed. Okay, nothing in here, but let's try try the eyes of the child. All right, child eyes, what do you got for me? Yeah, you you pull back that book, and again, seems to be a normal book. Uh, Well, anything happens in here, it's going to be Angela Craft's like wild fucking nightmare, so what's going on? Uh, Yeah, the the first few pages uh, just seem to be a, a book about whimsical notions about seeing the world with fresh innocent eyes and as you go through it something flutters free and you see <laughs> landing on the floor another scrap of uh of parchment uh another scrap uh matching the one that you found near the entrance of the house another painted green eye raf jumps like a foot in the air when something flutters out of the book and he like throws the book across the room and pauses <laughs> just a piece of paper it's it's fucking cool guys just just a piece of paper are you sure archie what does it say i go over and i pick up the piece of paper and i, I hold it up and it's just yeah, it's, it's, it's just parchment it, it's it, yeah it's it's parchment kind of like uh like like canvas from yeah. uh from a, yeah. a painting hey wasn't there another canvas painting uh that you yeah that was in the box of the yeah there was another yeah, which one. you took with you yeah. Shane has it. Uh, yeah. Give it to me. I give. It I to see him. if I could try to line them up or make them work together. Or they're they're clearly from separate sides. Like they they both match, but clearly they they weren't. They're not right. from the you know, together. Like they were from separate parts of possibly the same painting. Uh, the, the, definitely the canvas looks similar. I de- I rolled them up and put them in my fanny pack, and then I look <laughs> towards uh, uh, Dave and say, "There's you said there was another book, Cornucopia. Yeah, it's magical." Grab it. All right, here we go. And I, ta- I, I, I take out a handkerchief and I grab it. You grab it, and again, it, it's tingly. There's, there's something to this book, um, but as you kind of 
carefully flip it open and look for it. It seems to be a pretty dull book on philosophy, uh, about the philosophy of joy and the philosophy of despair. Okay, this shit's boring. Uh... But is it magically boring? No, well, magic can be boring like, as you, hell, too. Exactly. You, you definitely get the vibe from it, that there's something magical about the book, but leafing through it, opening it, nothing seems to be happening. And it's it's a pretty dry philosophical Yeah, it's just a book about, like, uh, joy and despair. I mean, it's like some basic Eric Fromm shit. So, mm-hmm. uh feels magical reading wise pretty dry uh no pages missing no uh no no writing on the uh the, the anything i i don't know let's, let's just keep just, it for now um maybe. let's keep all yeah. of them yeah you never know okay i actually um i have an idea yeah i know our magics have been kind of wonky but maybe marna can dry something uh, what? Well, I was thinking that the guy talked about the skeleton key, right? Mm-hmm. Couldn't you try using one of the bones in the bone room to make a skeleton key? Nope. Does it Does it have to be a bone to make the key? I mean, it says skeleton key. I'm just, and we found a room, a bunch a of skeleton. skeleton key is I like know, a, but a master key I, for a house. I don't know what the key looks like. I, I'm just wondering if you could... <sighs> I was asking, like, there's skeletons, you have the ability to craft things from it. What if the it's a literal skeleton key? Just make any key out of bone. Wait, wait, we might have to go into there anyway. Remember, this, this place is like a puzzle, remember? And like, he's in that letter he said, talking about how the knife wants to kill and murder. And people were obviously murdered in that room. I'm just saying it was an idea. I think we're going to have to go in there eventually, maybe, but... I kind of want to avoid it until we have to. Okay. Well, the door, the the books are telling us to stop. I can go forward and try to see what's in there, but bef- bef- before we do that, let's try out that door, and just to see what's on the other side. The door in the room, the one we haven't gone through. Yes. Yeah, Dan. I guess I'll go to the door then, keeping an eye on those books. There's... So there is a door to the on the left wall. Um, uh, behind bookcase one, there is oh, a yeah. There are multiple oh. exits from this room. Oh, oh, oh where the light is exits. coming from in the illustration. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's, there's right. basically a doorway to the to the to the left. There's a another sort of hallway going off to the right, and there appears to be a a door in the back next to the bookcase that is saying to stop. I, okay, okay, okay. Wait, wait. Before we do anything, I don't want to go in there. But if there's, if you want to keep something secret, you keep it in a place most people don't want to go into. That's how this mostly works. Should we go to the skeleton room, or do we just want to keep going? Fuck it, I'll go in the skeleton room. Yeah, let's go in the skeleton room. It won't be that bad. It's, I'm, I'm. They're probably just fake skeletons. This thing's a mind palace. The, oh, what? This thing might be a mind palace. Maybe they're just fake skeletons. Uh, he's got a point. I mean, the book you found is fake. Fuck it. Yeah, we're going to go back to the skeleton room, Dan. As you start turning back to go towards the room, 
uh, you start exiting the room, no problem. Marna, you do notice one thing from behind one of the books that uh, that Raph pulled. You see a little like glint of like light on glass, as if there was something hidden behind the books. Check it out. <laughs> I will yeah, go you... see what this this shiny thing is. <laughs> do, do, yeah. do you, no, you call see... us and tell us, or do you, just, as we walk out, do you just like break Marna? Yeah, I'm just okay. gonna <laughs> let go of the rope and go. <laughs> stuff. that's the stuff yeah so you, you peek and you see that laid out behind the books looks like somebody left three small crystal vials each one of them filled with some kind of you know strange liquid uh, all three look different here's the the drink me eat me <laughs> whatever part I'm gonna take the vials and uh, I'm not gonna do anything with them yet I'm just gonna take them and then go catch up all right, great. Yeah, you you kind of slip them into your pocket and you and you and you catch up. Uh, meanwhile, the rest of you have exited the room and you're back at that sort of big, uh, mostly empty room with the rug. You walk across and you go back to the room with all the bones. That would be the bone room. And as you go in again, you see that uh, that room with the massive bones in the middle uh, of human remains, uh, and of course that. Uh, a large bird cage about nine feet off the floor uh, with what appears yet to be yet another corpse inside it. And there's, there's nothing on the shelves, right? The shelves are empty and there are no, you see no other doors or exits from this room. I'm going to uh, look towards Shane and then say like, uh, hey, uh, get on my shoulders. I do so. And then I'm going to, like, we're going to move slowly towards the cage uh, and I'm going, since it's about nine feet up, I'm like, Close to seven feet. I'm not, I haven't broken seven feet, but I'm a tall guy and Shane's three feet. So <laughs> <laughs> we should be able to hopefully look into the cage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shane, you look into the cage and you see um, that there is, uh, that the, the skeleton that's inside is holding two keys uh in its in its bony hands one of them is a large golden key and another one is a large silver key guys guys two keys two keys one gold one silver uh, grab them both two man. hands you've got yeah take them both <laughs> I'm, I'm taking i'm taking them i love that you have two hands so take them both <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, you reach out and you uh you, you pull the keys and Nothing magical or anything happens. The I mean, the bone crumbles a little, but you are holding those two keys. And as you kind of pull back and you look back up, uh, the, you know, the, the skeleton itself kind of was uh, shaken and disturbed a little as you pulled the keys. And the skull kind of falls off, clack, clack, clacks, rolls out of the cage onto the floor, shatters. And you see another key, a plain brass looking key uh, that apparently had been hidden inside the skull. Oh, I, I I let Shane down so he can collect. Uh, get the rest of the collection. <laughs> yeah, I grabbed the brass key as well. Actually, one one thing. Uh, sorry, as as uh, as you see that and the skeleton moves, you do notice that there's something uh, like a message or some words scratched onto the bottom of the cage. Uh, but you're, but uh, uh, Archie is already starting to let you down. Wait, wait, bring me back, bring me back up, bring me back up. I bring him back up. Who am I to fight him? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you see that onto on the floor of the cage, looking as if it was scratched, maybe by the by the the, the person who from whom you took the keys right now. Uh, you see the words, "Don't go to the armory without the eager knife." 
But yes, other than that, you now are in possession of three keys. A large golden key, a large silver key, and a small plain brass key. Okay, guys, there's a message here. It says, don't go into the armory without the eager knife. Uh, I put you down so so you can get the key, and I pull out the 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 sheet of paper that I had collected, and I read it, and I'm like, well, he did have a knife. Oh, and he, it's, not, it's not a skeleton key. It's actually a, le- a bone key. Um, Dan, do the keys look like yeah. they fit the same lock? Or, mm. or are they, like, different? They're different sizes. Some are bigger, some are smaller. Okay, if that place is the armory, and if this message is right, we need the knife first. Maybe the knife's buried here, I say as I point towards the skeletons. Yeah, there is the, the pile of human remains, which you have yet to paw through with your grubby, grubby paws. I'm not excited about this either, but I'm not excited about being here either. So if I have to dig through some fake skeletons, and I am so in denial, Dan, that these are absolutely <laughs> fake. This isn't real. This is These are just... That's not flesh. That's that's just fake. Um, I'll do it. Fine, fine. Let's do this. And I'm also going to help him. Okay, uh, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, am I incorrect in think in remembering that Eldritch, Eldritch Prime 1 is the ability to talk to inanimate objects? Yeah. Now it's not on my character. No, no, not Eldritch Prime. It's Willow Whisper. If you have Willow Whisper, no Eldritch Prime. There's it look. The description is on your character of exactly what it does. Yeah, it's create elements. Exactly. Um, That's not talking. Uh, the Willow Whisper. I think like half the party has Willow Whisper in some way or another. Oh, sorry about that. All right. Um, hmm. uh, in which case, yes, I'm going to watch them do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you. Uh, yeah. You. 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 you paw through the bones and it is uh disgusting uh as mm. as expected um these halloween but, skeletons are really gross uh but yeah though, i mean yeah the, they're the very they're very yeah they're very cheap dust. so goddamn cheap. you can even see the wires between the joints we're looking for the knife we're looking for yep. anything but knife or even another key just yep. we're looking for anything then Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, and so, uh, uh, Shade, as you go through it, uh, you do uh, pick up, uh, you know, a human femur and mm. realize that it is uh, it has been carved into the shape of a, a key. Oh, my God. It is an actual skeleton key. Oh! Meanwhile, uh, <laughs> uh, meanwhile uh, Archie, uh, you as you as you pick up and rattle a skull, a rolled piece of paper falls out uh showing another uh ripped out page from what appears to be the ongoing journal who's hiding this shit i am loving this i am (laughs) december 10th my old teacher referred to something he called a mind palace oh okay so this is before the one we found okay he said that it was a place where he could mentally preserve all his thoughts his memories and his ideas he visualized it as a actual place. The thought and ideas become objects within the place, carefully organized and stored away. Some might be carefully protected, locked away, and some might be displayed prominently. He could then visit his mind palace whenever he wanted. By visiting over and over, always visualizing the object that represented his thoughts and memories in the same place, he made it very real, at least to him. He could close his eyes and see himself there, strolling the halls, visiting the rooms, and he wouldn't even have to consciously remember where he placed which object. They were just there, 
ready for him to peruse. While he originally created his mind palace as a way of remembering everything he wanted to remember, he said that it became far more than that. It felt as though it was truly a retreat designed only for him, a place of respite only he could visit. He reveled in the privacy of it, and he insisted that it preserved his memories so completely that they could replay in his mind like perfect recordings. So, more evidence this is a mind palace. Maybe. Do you think the counsel- this is the counselor's mind, maybe? If it is, it's pretty screwed up, which makes sense. Wait, that would explain why none of her magic is working. Why? Huh? Because the Dantean hate what changelings can do. They yeah. hate... They hate so strongly that they can stop us from working the dreaming. They exist for it. Imagine, imagine hating language so much that every time you heard someone around you speak, you screamed so loud that no one could hear anything else. And that's how you lived your life every day. That's the Dante. Well, wait, all right. So everyone's been trying to, to create light with their magic, right? Yeah. That's what y'all, all right. I'm going to pull out the board that I had taken, Dan, mm-hmm. and I'm going to metamorphosis this into a knife. All right, go ahead and roll it. I see her take out a board and I step behind Archie again. Last time I got attacked by psycho rats, but. 13, 12, 13, 8, 9, 10, 13. Yes. Perfect. 13. And, uh, and your house die? Was it uh, uh, lower or high? It is lowest. Yeah. All right. Cool. cool, cool. Uh, yeah. Your magic goes off and mark down. That's one of the five uses you had for today. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you feel, you feel the magic flow through you and the board gets reshaped into basically whatever you wanted to reshape it into. All right. So um, she has a uh, a little dagger in her hand. Like it's the same length as the board was. So it's like a four or five inches. Um, and it's got little standard hilt, pointy knife. It's a knife. It'll go stabity stabity. Uh, and so she just can, kind of casually like tosses it in the air, catches it again by the hilt. Uh, she looks super cool, guys. She's super cool. And she's like, so... We just can't light place the place up. The place wants to be dark. We just need to accept that the darkness is the essence of the stupid place. Your magic isn't completely useless. Yeah, the house seemed to be perfectly happy with making knives, for example. I mean, it still makes sense, though. I mean, this house is confusing, but if we're inside his mind palace, he's in control. So maybe he wants us to make a weapon and maybe he doesn't want us to make it brighter it's maybe it's not so much our magic it refuses to work it's just it can't work because it's against a power that's far better bigger than us but right now we found right now we found a lot of stuff bunch of keys let's go and sit on that carpet it looks comfortable enough that's in front of the ornate door and let's just take out everything that we have and look at everything we can find and then we'll take it from there. All right. And Dan, we are moving and setting up camp in front of 
the big ornate door on top of that bloodied, bloodied rug that seems to be dry. And uh, we're setting out everything that we have. We have the keys. We have the book. We have the the notes. We have the frab uh, the fragments of pa- uh, canvas. Angela, are you putting out anything? Oh, like we we're all settled and kind of like starting to take stock and like sorting things and like oh yeah, and I found these. Right, before wait before oh. you get there, sorry, I was trying I was trying to not interrupt Billy. Uh, but uh, before you get there, Shane, you're carrying that bone key. Yeah. What are you? How exactly are you carrying it? I put it in my pocket. It's very. It's a lot. It's a. It's a femur. Oh, uh, it's a femur. Okay, I'm just holding I it in my, very big in pockets. My hand. Yeah, yeah. I'm just holding Jinko it. Jinko jeans hand. are back, baby. Yep. All right, uh, so as as you're kind of moving it around, trying to find a way to you know a place to to put it, uh, and you kind of shove it forward a little in the air in front of you, a keyhole appears. You don't insert the key into the keyhole, but it appears, like, ready, like, oh, okay. Guys, guys. Don't what? put the, don't, 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 don't do anything until we figure out where the dagger is. So we know then that. It said don't go in the armory. But we're not, no, no, but we know then this is the armory. Then that sturdy door might not be the armory then. Well, I, I assume that that floating key thing is. Would open that door. I don't know, dude. For let's just, let's let's just do what you said, and then we'll we'll figure this out. Yes, Dan. We're, yeah, we're not going to okay. open it up. Yep. Yeah, no, no worries. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you you exit the room. Uh, you do not uh, insert the bone key into the mysterious keyhole that appeared in the middle of the, the air. I don't know why you would you would think that's dangerous. Um, but <laughs> you do that. You, you don't do that, and you uh, walk back into into the big empty room. Uh, and uh, and you set everything onto the rug. So you've got the bone key, you've got the big gold key, you've got the almost this big silver key, you've got the smaller brass key, you've got all these papers, uh, you've got these books that you picked up, uh, you don't have any crystal vials filled with liquids. Who even said anything about any crystal vials? I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. There are no crystal oh, vials. Oh, wait, I found these too. And I put out the three crystal vials. And now there are three crystal vials. Who knows where they came from? Mm-hmm. And a packet of white powder. Ah, right. <laughs> and the yeah, well, the, the, the costume jewelry uh, with the uh, the white powder. Well, we know who the party kids of the group are. <laughs> okay. And so okay. in this room again, now you have the two exits that you came from. Uh, one leading to the library, one leading to the bone room, and that big sturdy door. Which now that you take a look at it does have a very uh, large keyhole on it. All right, so we got a couple doors left in the library, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So yeah. we should probably check those out, real careful, like. Yeah. Uh, I, I I think we should check that door, right in front of us, because that's probably not the armory. Then I think the skeleton opens an actual, otherworldly armory or something, so we don't have to worry about that. Okay, but if you're wrong, the other two doors are already open. There's light coming from the other rooms. Those are open. So those are most likely not the locked armories. Let's check those out first. All right. All right, smart. Okay. Just bit my tongue playing a role-playing game. I hate this. <laughs> okay. So uh, let's get everything in a pack. Let's pack everything up and let's go check those doors. 
And yeah, we're going to head off towards the uh, library again. Going towards the doors. back in the library. Left. All right. So we're going left, to the left door. Right. Left, back, or right hallway. Left door. Mm-hmm. All right. You check that door. And it is a, an innocuous looking door, completely unlocked. Uh, as you open it up, you see. Uh, who opens the door, by the way? Archie. Mm-hmm. Archie. All right. Perfect. Uh, yeah. You open the door and you see your bedroom. So does everybody else. It's, I mean, if any of you have seen Archie's bedroom in person, you recognize this Archie's bedroom. You I haven't, feel it's, like it's we still bedroom. would know. I, fe- I have There's a feeling that Archie's bedroom is yeah. very yeah. distinct. Yeah, if you but turn yeah, on a black is, light. Yeah. It, it is hmm? nice. your bedroom. When did you get the new Gundam model? <laughs> and yes, it is like whatever like was there like this morning when you left. Like, yeah. that's it's your bedroom. Yeah. Well, I, I start explaining that this is my room, but Marnie just pretty much says like it's your room, isn't it? Because <laughs> I look towards it. There's like my 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 tastefully done uh, pillow, body pillow. It, yeah, huh? but it's not like creepy. Like it's not like an anime girl or anything like that, or an underage anime girl. It's actually of a Gundam. It's like he's he, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's of like the like the original Gundam wing, and yep. it's clear signs that it gets hugged every night. And but she but the Gundam is dummy thick. <laughs> we enter we enter to the sound of crisp fallen leaves underneath our feet, only to realize in horror that they're all crispy socks. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh. Uh, Archie walks into his room, excited. Uh, He goes up to his computer and sees if it turns on. Uh, Yeah, it starts booting up. Don't look at the screen! (laughs) I look out out Archie's window. Blackness. Uh, Of course. I'm going to try to get online. All right. You open up your browser and Google loads up. I go to, but, I open up. But sadly, it's, it was on the page you left last and starts. We're like, oh, no, God, no. Wow. You guys, th- <laughs> you, you, he, yeah, the last <laughs> thing he looked up was like Yu-Gi-Oh card trading. Like that's, <laughs> that's the big secret. Uh, he opens up his email and he's going to try to send an email to his dad. Okay. Uh, what are you writing? Dad, I'm stuck in a mind palace. Uh, <laughs> I, and I, I explained the situation about how how our principal has has brought in this. Uh, what what are they called again? The um, daunting. A daunting, and he's sending. He put us in a mind palace, and we're stuck. Can you? And I tried calling my brother, but he he said he I needed to figure it out myself. Help, help, and yeah, and, that, and you send the email. And it goes off, and for a few moments, nothing happens. The rest of the party is probably pawing through your things in your room. Oh, it's, totally. It's oh, 100%. Yeah. And then you that the entry that you've received a response from your father. I open it up. You open up the email, and it reads, Dear, and in quotation uh, uh, marks, son, comma, Finally, you're somewhere where we don't have to bother with you and you're ungainly uh, taking up of space. Dad. No, like, <laughs> love or kindly, or just dad. Uh, please roll uh, a mental defense against uh, a rating 5, so you're trying to beat a 12. I have this mental damage thing. Uh, is that... Yep, you already do. So just roll defense right now. Oh, because it's like it's resist damage, uh, physics and mental physics. six. Yep, but right now you're just trying to to see if the the attack hits. Okay, right. okay, so that doesn't that that won't matter. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, it hits. <laughs> it definitely hits. Not only that, but the house wins. Ooh. Oh, okay. no. So I got, a, I got a four, then four overall rating. So I got eight in all. Mm. Got it. All right. So you take uh, a level. Uh, well, you effectively get roll again now. You're trying to beat a 11. This is for how much damage you're going to be taking. And now this is resistance. Oh. Okay. That's much better. Uh and that is a uh, 14. Uh, no, uh, 16, actually, because I have a 6 in this. All right. So, yeah, yeah. the the attack hits home. Like, you you, you feel yourself rattled, but you're lucky enough that you're able to, you're, you're able to, to keep it from, like, breaking you down to tears. So you don't take any mental damage. Uh, but it definitely uh, came close. Uh, as for the house acting, give me just a moment. Here we go. So as as this happens, as you read uh, this email, this 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 short uh, abusive email, uh, the rest of you hear creaking sounds like footsteps. You're not quite sure from where, if it's from the room you came from or another room on the other side uh, of the walls where you're in, but creaking heavy footsteps as if something distant is starting to come closer. Guys, do you hear that? Uh, yes. Should should we go? P- probably. Yes. Hey, Archie. Yep. You good, man? Archie. I, I shake my head and look back towards them. I don't think this place is. Something's weird about this place. What's going on? <laughs> we should probably get out of here, man. There's only. Uh, one. Is there only one door though? It's, I mean, I'm assuming your room in the real world has only one entrance, and, uh, yeah, and it's the closet. one you just came from. Yeah, uh, and a closet, which is just your closet with your clothes and stuff in it. Everybody hide, because the the uh, footsteps are approaching the door. No, they're just you feel something oh. approaching, but it's distant, creaking, heavy footsteps. It doesn't feel immediate, okay. but you do get that sense that something might have noticed something. Something is coming closer. Okay. We should go. We yeah. should go. Okay, should hypothesis go. time. Archie, this place is a mind palace. What if this is your small mind palace and printing on this mind palace? Is there anything in this room that you'd want to bring with you? Um, and while he gets up, I'm just going to... What are you going to get, Billy? I'm dying. Uh, no, um, I... Katana. No, no, no. Uh, I go into my... Fedora. Guys, I can handle my own jokes here. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I uh, go into my closet and I, Dan, I am, I'm pulling out a, a Klingon weapon. Oh, yes, no. a bathless, a bathless, a bathless, a bathless, which was very important to me. I'm not a huge Star Trek fan. I'm actually more of a Star Wars fan. But the, uh, mm-hmm. but my dad was went to New York once for a business trip. And when he came back, he had gone to the New York comic con because he knew there was some sci-fi stuff. And he got me a star Trek thing, thinking it was the same thing. And even though it was wrong and I don't really watch star Trek, um, it was still like my dad did go to comic con to get me something um, and gone out of his way. At least that's, that's very sweet. That, that's the story. Nice. So even though I don't like Star Trek that much, I still keep this. 
but it is like it is like a dangerous weapon. I was like ten when he gave this to me. My mom's like, no, dude, dude, was that the forge and steel model? That's like the highest quality. Come on, guys. <laughs> I just I'm kicking open my door. We're running. Do you scream Kapla as you do so? Please tell me you do. I don't know. Oh, I believe that Kapla is written phonetically on the side <laughs> of the blade for like Klingon for dummies. And uh, Dan, yeah, All we're right. leaving here. If yeah. that's okay, yeah. do, I, do I have my, is it the Bathlet, I think it's called? Yeah. Bathlet. Bathlet. Yeah, Bathlet. Okay. Dan, while Archie, you know, triumphantly exits you with whatever the fuck that is. Raphael's going to linger behind, turn around to the computer, and type out, Dad, per my last email, go fuck yourself. I have a new family now. Archie, enter. <laughs> and as you, uh, as you send it and you start turning around, you click the sound of something, uh, of an email being returned. You're not my real father. What you got to say? Yeah, the, mo- the, moment-, <laughs> yeah, the moment you click on it, you see the email isn't from Archie's father. It's from yours. Okay, I didn't know I CC'd you. That's it, dude. Uh, all right, what's it say? Who dis? You- <laughs> Who dis? <laughs> uh, you open it up, and it is... Uh, it, it, it looks like one of those, uh, you know, like Facebook sort of like, you know, spam mails uh, where, you know, or spam postings where like, you know, words are s- uh, randomly capitalized um, and it's, it's very much like incoherent. Uh, How do they know rambling. my dad's name is scam likely? <laughs> um, but uh, but as, as, you, as your eyes scan through it, the sheer amount of bile, the things that are placed in this in this email uh, it goes on and on about how it you know your father knew like of course you're there in another boy's room it just goes to show and stuff in that vein just over mm-hmm. and over incredibly uh, uh incredibly sort of like hurtful uh, uh sentences over and over and over and even as you're reading it, even as you know Again, roll me a, a, uh, a mental defense roll. I'd love to, because it's going really well for me so far. Mm-hmm. And this is against rank five, so you're trying to beat a 12. Okay. Um, mental resistance. Okay. If you don't have anything for it, then it's just 2d6. Plus this is resisting a mental attack, correct? Yes. yes. Cool. So I have a boon on that, which means... You roll what 3d6 and keep the two highest. Cool. Plus your house die. Plus your, uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, well, no, the house die is separate, but yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I, oh, God. All right. Tied with the house die. Does tying okay. count? Nope, count. No, yeah, okay. Tying is fine. Uh, four, four, three. Mm-hmm. So you keep the two fours. So it's an eight plus your rank. Uh, my resisting mental attack is a five. So you got a 13, which means you're able you're able to shrug off the attack. Uh, you're rattled mm. for a moment, but it does not leave you. I don't uh, want to take more damage. Thank you. All right. Uh, yeah. I, the, uh, Raph is shaken for a second, stares at it. The cigarette falls out of his mouth. And then he <laughs> and then he just picks up that he picks up the heaviest fucking Gundam that he finds on Archie's wall and says, you know, fuck this guy too. And just smashes the computer with it and walks out. Yeah. So, uh, so Archie, as you're leaving the, the room, you, you hear the sounds of, uh, of Raph just completely is going to town in your PC. 
I need I needed an upgrade anyways. <laughs> I'll fix it later. Maybe. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode from the Fandible Podcast Network. If you liked what you heard, please consider leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other network. And don't forget to share your favorite episodes with friends or on social media. Speaking of, you can connect with us on Twitter at Fandible. Find out more about us at Fandible.com and get early access to episodes and exclusive content at our Patreon.